0: Welcome to this podcast on Adaptive Leadership from Chapter 11 in the Leadership Text Theory and Practice 7th Edition by Peter Northouse. Uh, so, Adaptive Leadership, uh, as I've said with others, I know, but uh, it is a little different than some of the previous uh, theories we've covered. Adaptive Leadership focuses on the follower more than the leader. Um, even though it's called Adaptive Leadership, it's actually more follower-focused. And it really has to do with the leader um, trying to help the followers grow and become more adaptive as they face changes and challenges in their organization and in their industry. So the leader recognizes uh, challenges and changes that are occurring, maybe within the industry, maybe within the company, and tries to mobilize and motivate um, and organize and orient and focus the attention of uh, his or her direct reports in terms of um, and peers, in terms of moving them towards the challenge uh, that's ahead. So, you know, one of the re- one of the uh, videos that I posted on Canvas is Carol Dweck talking about uh, growth mindset. Uh, if you're not familiar with growth m- growth mindset, definitely check out the video. There's a best-selling book by Carol Dweck called Mindset that's been on the New York Times bestseller for a long time. And mindset, uh, growth mindset, is really about this idea of taking on a philosophy or a, a mindset that uh, ability can be enhanced and improved through work, and that if you apply yourself and you take on challenges, that you can grow your capabilities. So you're not limited to your current um, skill set and capabilities, and that you can actually grow your, um, duet calls it intelligence. Um, I have some qualms about the terminology people use, but you can grow your ability. And so I like that uh, in here in this this uh, chapter on adaptive leadership, because really what we're talking about here is leaders trying to help their followers grow and develop and see that they can improve and they can meet certain challenges as changes come down the, the pike. One thing that um, is, is happening more and more every day, and it's we don't see it going the other direction, changes are occurring more frequently, right? Because of the the exponential growth of technology, and um, the fact that um, technology is changing at such a rapid pace. Um, Organizations, businesses, and industries are changing faster than ever before because there's constantly uh, adaptation that's required. So adaptive leadership, uh, you know, just as I said in a previous podcast, you know, servant leadership is not maybe the ideal approach for all followers. Adaptive leadership is not necessarily either, but adaptive leadership is is great when you're facing challenges, when you're facing change, and you're having to mobilize people to take on some new direction that they had not maybe anticipated. Um, So adaptive leadership takes into account kind of four different psychological perspectives. The systems perspective, and that is that problems are complex with interconnected parts. The biological perspective, which recognizes that as people develop and evolve, they're able to learn to adapt Based on the cues in their external environment and their internal environment. So as they, you know, think about a baby, as that baby grows, the internal environment. So maybe their, you know, what's going on psychologically within that child and their external environment. The things they're seeing and experiencing are helping that child grow, right? So they touch a, a wall socket, they get shocked, they learn about electricity, <laughs> right? So people experience that as they as they grow too. You know, you you have ups and downs and you have bumps in the road and you learn and you grow as you go. The service orientation, leadership serves people by diagnosing their problems and prescribing possible solutions. So there's definitely a service component. And then a psychotherapy perspective. And this one sounds squishy for a lot of people because we're talking about psychotherapy, which nobody, uh, well, I won't say nobody, but a lot of people don't really like to think about how that could tie into your organization or workplace. But, you know, the cool thing about psychotherapy, I have a background in clinical psychology and you know, one of the things that I think people overlook when it comes to therapy is therapy can be beneficial not only to people who have mental health issues, but just to even, the, you know, the, the mentally healthy individual. Because what therapy does is it allows you to have somebody on the other side of the table who's able to challenge your assumptions and challenge what you, what you think you know and, and, and what you think is right. And they can challenge that in a safe space, which they're going to call in this uh, adaptive leadership chapter a holding environment where they're going to say, you know, I love you. I accept you. I think you're great. But I'm also able to say, you know, you should really reevaluate that. You should take a look at that. You should really rethink that, that assumption. And that's this kind of psychotherapy perspective that leaders try to help their followers know that they're safe and that they are cared for and that they appreciate them and they love them. But um, they're able to challenge Maybe assumptions they have and things they believe because they're having to help them change and grow. Right? I don't know if that makes sense. Um, so here's a there's a model, a uh, figure eleven point one in the text has a model of adaptive leadership, and you'll see as as much of our many of the models do in leadership. You've got these antecedents, so these challenges that are maybe facing an organization or an entity, and then the behaviors the leader takes on to try to meet that challenge. And then the uh, what they call adaptive work, or the outcomes that come out of that. So, um, in terms of the antecedents, you've got the situational, um, the, the challenges that are presenting themselves, and those could be technical challenges, uh, challenges that are both technical and adaptive, and challenges that are strictly adaptive. And the difference is, you know, the technical challenges are problems that are defined, def, def, that are clearly defined with known solutions that can be implemented. Through existing procedures. So, you know, if you're facing a challenge in your organization, um, you know, you've got some sort of problem with a software, but you know how you can fix that problem. It's just a matter of the leader has to call the, the third party that, that does the software and they, they provide a fix for it and the, the third party fixes the software and then you're up and running again. That's a technical challenge, right? It had a known solution. The leader could simply reach out, make a call, you know, take some action and make a change. Uh, when you get into the technical and adaptive and strictly adaptive, these are challenges that, you know, are probably not as clearly defined and don't have straightforward solutions and they certainly don't have a procedure in place to already fix them. Um, so these are things where the problems are very muddy and you've all experienced this in your work world where and usually they deal with humans and human problems, but it's not as clear cut as, um, you know, just implement this fix and it's fine. Uh, a lot of times you have to be creative in coming up with the fix uh, a lot of times you have to get people on board and get them to buy in because it's not just a matter of fixing a technical problem it's a matter of changing people's mindsets about something the leader behaviors in the middle column on this uh, adaptive model include things like get on the balcony they call it which is um, getting perspective so leaders being able to kind of get up above the fray Kind of see the entire playing field at one time so they can see how things are interacting and connected um without being you know down in the in the muck kind of if that makes sense to you uh you know there was a auburn's football coach a couple years ago gene chizik used to always say in press conferences it was really annoying he'd say well from ten thousand feet it looks like and what he was saying is when you get up above everything and look at it broadly it looks a little different and that's what they're suggesting for adaptive leadership um, identifying adaptive challenges So the leader has to be able to diagnose the challenge, whether it's technical or adaptive or both. Um, And we talked about, you know, what those look like. Um, There's actually four types of it. So you have technical and adaptive change. And within the adaptive one, you have four different types that commonly exist. One is when you have a gap between espouse values and behavior. So this is like if your company espouses that they are customer service oriented. But in their practice, they don't appear that way. Or they espouse that they are customer that they are, I'm excuse me, excuse me they're employee focused, but in their practices, they are not. So maybe they don't provide good benefits or they don't um, you know, care for family members or something like that. Um, a second one is competing commitments. This is when an organization has lots of commitments going on and some are going to conflict with each other. So maybe you know you're, you've been focused on getting new sales right, in your organization, but that emphasis and that added, you know, um, concern for new sales may take away some of your service you've been providing to existing customers, right? So now you're having a conflicting uh, approach where you've got to service your old customers, but you also have to be a focus on generating new business, and is that in conflict, maybe. Um, speaking the unspeakable, this is when you have ideas or, or that are maybe unpopular that need to be voiced, and um, And people are afraid to address them. Um, And and that's, you know, so leaders have to kind of encourage that. And then work avoidance, where people avoid addressing difficult issues and staying in their comfort zones. So this is like where I said earlier, maybe you see a challenge that exists and you know you need to take on some challenge, but you're uncomfortable doing it for fear of failure um, or, or ostracism or rejection or who knows what, right? So back to the leader behaviors, we've covered, you know, a couple already. Get, up, get on the balcony um, and um, what was the other one? Get on the balcony, identify adaptive challenges, also um, regulate distress. So leaders have to help others um, recognize the need for change. So you're helping your followers see they need to make changes, but at the same time you have to monitor their anxiety and their frustrations. Because if you let them get too anxious or too frustrated, you know, you may lose them, right? So uh, regulating distress, knowing how much you can push somebody and how much you need to provide kind of assurance and protection. Um, and then maintaining disciplined attention, encouraging people to, f- to stay focused on the hard work they have to do, um, helping them not avoid uh, challenges. Um, giving work back to the people, making sure you push power to your uh, subordinates. And allow them to have autonomy over making the change in their lives. You know, they feel, they feel like they're they're uh, responsible for making changes in their work groups. Um, and then, lastly, protecting leadership voices from below, making sure that people who are at lower levels in the organization are heard, right? Because that's where a lot of the knowledge that for the need to change will come from. And then, lastly, you know, your, your outcomes or your adaptive work um, grows out of the communication between leaders and followers. Uh, but primarily, it's the work of the followers that gets the change work completed. Um, and as I said, adaptive work is conducted in this holding environment, this safe space that the leader is creating where you can take risks, you can fail, and still be okay, right? Because that's what, you, you know, the workforce subordinates need to feel like they can fail safely if you want them to take on challenges. Otherwise, they won't take on a challenge because they can't risk failing, right? Um so anyway as I mentioned earlier adaptive leadership really cool it's focused on uh, engaging people to do adaptive work it's more follower focused um, you know the leader gets to kind of decide which challenges maybe to take on but then they want to step back and let those followers uh, you know engage that process um, it's a little different than some of the previous theories like I said because of its focus heavily on um, the complex transaction that goes on between the leaders and the followers and the fact that it's more actually focused on follower development uh, than on leaders.